Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob. And I'm Padre Dave. What's up? Hola, senor. How are you? Good. It's good to be in a room together. It is. It is. It is. It's good to see you. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful out there. Oh. Just driving down. It was. <laughs> it's beautiful in here. Yeah, it's because you're because you're in here. Just being near you yeah, just exactly. does my heart good. Why yeah. do birds suddenly appear? We should do uh, an album. Yes. Okay, people let a us K-tel know. Album. People let us know if you want us to do an album. So I'm and driving. And what genre? Yeah. And what genre exactly. we should be singing? You know, Hope at franciscan.edu. Funny, Send talking, us your ideas. I, I was talking with Tanya. She works in my office with me, and she went to a musical this weekend called oh. SpongeBob, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was it for her kids? Yeah, or? Right, oh, right, yeah, right. Okay. Apparently, it's some uh, university in the area. So okay. I said, how was it? Well, then she started to explain it to me. And she goes, well, you know, like there's SpongeBob and then Bikini Bottom. It's like, I said, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> there's a character named. So, and then she just no, no, goes. No, the town is called Bikini Bottom. There's not a character called Bikini Bottom. Oh, there's not? Oh, no. that's the name of the town. The name of the town oh, is Bikini I thought Bottom. It was a, I thought it was his character, <laughs> and I just, that's, I'm really glad you fixed that, because I saw this, like, Bikini Bottom, like, walking around yeah, and stuff. Yeah, no. Okay, so she was just saying. He the, lives in the, a pineapple under the sea. Okay, she was just saying there was all kinds of music and, and all that kind of thing, so. Yeah. Yeah, we could and do colorful. A, a, a genre of, of musicals. Yeah, of kids' yeah. television shows. yeah. 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 Do you know what we we just while we're on the topic of musicals, which is exactly where we said we were going to start. <laughs> right. So, um, Les why Mis- did we plan? Les Miserables is uh, coming in the Les fall, Miserables. and and we're going to do a group of students. We've already <gasps> bought the group tickets for the students, and they're going to have to do theological reflection. We're going to talk about it. We're going to go see the show, and then afterwards talk about the th- religious themes. I'm just. I love. I'm so glad we're forcing them to do work and not just enjoy a piece of art for its own merit. No, but can't you enjoy it more if you study it and and talk about it and discern it? Yeah, but then writing about it? No, I'm not going to write about it. We're going to talk about it. I thought you just said you're going to make them write a theological reflection. No, no, no. Talk about theological reflection. Oh, okay. That'll be more fun. Honestly, have a coffee or drink or something like that. So it's coming to Pittsburgh? It is. How many times have you seen Les Miserables? In person? Sure. Quite a few. I mean, how else would you see it? Wait, there's the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then there's also the 25th anniversary musical that they did, and they also did the 10th anniversary musical. I've Gosh. seen Les Mis a lot. I think it's, honestly, I think it's one of the most beautiful, All beautiful right. shows. Here's the there. question. Les Mis or Hamilton? Oh, Les Mis. Oh, yeah. I mean, I loved Hamilton very much, but Les Mis is, I, I think Les Mis is just beautiful. It's yeah. a story of conversion. It's a story of redemption. It's a story of Peter and, and Judas and, and how yeah. they deal with mercy. No. I thought Les Mis was beautiful. I yeah. completely yeah. agree. Yeah. I think it's one of the most I mean, spectacular. Hamilton was fun, but yes. Les Mis was just. Les Mis is something else. Yeah, yeah. It's something awesome. Yeah. That's great. So I guess it's on tour once again. It's been around it for is. a while. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be fun. Like, I, I love taking. To love the, another yeah, person, person is to see the face of God. God. Yep. That's such a cool moment. It is. If you haven't seen Les Mis, you should check it out. It's a powerful, wonderful musical. Uh, the movie's okay. Actually, I thought the movie. It was more religious than I expected it to be. Mm. I thought they would kind of yeah. dump some of the religious themes. But actually, the way they used the cameras, particularly at the end when John Bell's John oh, yes, and, and focusing on him before the cross, I thought it was gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But yeah. I st- I'd still prefer the, I would say, see it live. Yeah, absolutely. Would be the absolutely. way to go with it. There's something beautiful absolutely. about it. No, it's it's stunning. It's yeah. so beautiful. But yeah, so I'm, I'm driving down here for the podcast, and there was it was kind of funny. A nun, she was just walking down the hill, which is just beautiful. Always one of the things I love about being on campus is seeing religious. Yep. 
And, you know, I said, do you need a ride? She goes, no, I'm just enjoying the nature and listening to the birds. And I said, uh, of course you Franciscan are. Of course hippie. you are. That's right. <laughs> no, it's beautiful out there right now, though. Thank the Lord. Yeah. You know, the weather's been gorgeous. The flowers are in bloom. Um, it's fun. My mom moved here mm-hmm. uh, in uh, September or October. And uh, it, it, you know, she lived in Florida beforehand where the weather's just kind of nice all the time or it's nice and then it's really hot. But she was pointing out things to me that I just wouldn't appreciate from not living in Florida for a while. Like she's noticing all these different types of flowers. Yeah. And I, I guess I'm not a horticulturist. Okay. There's flowers that just bloom in spring. Yep, yep. And she said, I haven't seen those flowers in That's 20 really years. Cool. That's and really yeah, cool. it's, it's really neat that she's like the lilacs and insert names of other flowers that she was pretty psyched. About. But it like gave me a pre- an appreciation of, you know, seasons and, and really, I mean, how beautiful the spring is. That's funny. My mom had that mom was here for Holy Week and Easter and she had the same experience. Yeah. That she's in Arizona and they have things that blossom, I guess, once a day or something a like that. Once a year. Right. But it's the same thing. And the other thing somebody mentioned that you just don't think about is the birds chirping. I mean, I just, I love spring and mm. it's really, it's really beautiful. Although I think March was better than April. Okay. It was a weird, April was like. April was odd. 75 days, degrees one day and then. 30 degrees the next day? Yeah. How dare he? April had a personality disorder. April was the moon night of the Marvel Universe. You're not following that at no, all, No, not at all. He's awesome. It's a I TV could, show. I, I was still at uh, Bikini Bottom. You know, um, this weekend is Doctor Strange. Oh, is it really? The should opening we go? Of it. I think we should go. You're not going to go. No, I'm... I've already. You already. No, I would love to go with somebody you. Else. Forget it. I'm already going. Forget th- it. I'm already going three times. Forget it. You are unbelievable. <laughs> Some of it I was invited to. So Thursday night You're is my a group that I lovingly call Dungeons and Deacons. It's a bunch of clergy that do a role playing game. But we realized that's opening night. So tickets. So I'm going Thursday night. And then on Friday, I'm driving to Baltimore to see a friend's child receive her first communion. And the friend that I'm meeting there was like, hey, we should see Doctor Strange. And of course we should. So then I shared this with the family who all got very upset that I'm seeing the movie with anybody else. And the entire dinner conversation was pulling out calendars and trying to figure out how we could see it. Well, the person, which across, is the be table, on the person across the table from you right now feels that same way. Well, You've literally gone to people in other states before <laughs> you suggest that you and I spend a few minutes together. A few minutes together. It's a two and a half hour movie. Whatever. We could go on Mother's Day. Whatever. All right. Okay. I like there's this one uh, sports guy. He says, the only thing I want for Mother's Day is to golf on Father's Day. Or well, the only thing, I forget how it goes, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. was that. Indeed. Um, so that's exciting. It is. I hope you enjoy it. Speaking of exciting, NBA, are you following this at all? I know the Suns beat the Pelicans. Dude, this is one of the most exciting NBA playoffs. Yeah, I can't believe it. What? I'm so excited. What? What is your problem? Go, just go. Get this over with. There's no runaway team. None. Uh, I actually saw the, um, uh, it was the, oh uh, gosh, yeah. it was the Suns. Yeah, mm. I was watching the Suns play the Grizzlies, and it was an incredible game. Who won? Oh, no, sorry. It's the Golden State Warriors versus the Grizzlies. The Golden State Warriors won in the last minute. Okay. Um, Draymond Green has once again had a flagrant foul, and he's suspended for a few well, games. We didn't see that coming. We didn't see that yeah. coming. But they're still winning. Uh, Suns are winning without Booker. That's impressive. Uh, the team that seems most impressive, though, the, the Celtics swept the Nets. Swept them. Swept them gone. No more. No KD, no Kyrie in the playoffs. No LeBron. It's a whole new it's a whole new world. Today's new show is beginning. a musical. Yeah, that's right. Today's show, today's they that hope the musical. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, that's right. 
And you should start watching it. So have you been, did you watch the Suns at all? Um, I watched a few minutes. I thought actually Booker came back for the last game against the Pelicans. A few did minutes. Okay, okay. A few minutes. Not anything, in t- but just to get him a little yeah, bit Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm following. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> I, I'm following baseball. So some friends of mine, the Nationals were playing the Giants, and they sent me out a text message the other day that we, we Nationals lost like 17 to 4 or something like that. <laughs> oh, dude. So, so then I t- the next day we beat them. 10 to 3 or something like nice. that. And I sent a little text message back and I said, hello, and she mocked me. So yeah. Because we only won two out of eight games. But anyway. My son Aiden went to his first Major League Baseball and? game on Sunday. He loved it. Oh, look, it was a rain delayed. It was, it was okay. rain delayed, it but it, no, it didn't bother him. So my older son, John, uh, okay. took him because John also really ha- enjoys baseball. Okay. And they just had a great day. Apparently it was There like, was nobody there. I watched some on TV. There was nobody at that game. I don't, I probably not. Because no, it was also imagine, raining. I can't imagine there was 5,000 people. It was like kids day. But anyway, Aiden was so excited because he got. Um, an autographed baseball really? of the oh, entire great. lineup. That's great. He just they just gave it to just him. Start and, oh, that's cool. Um, he had a wonderful time. He got a new hat. He's, that's cool. He, was, he came home all decked out in pirates gear, and he's very excited because. So for Pittsburgh Pirates, they say let's go Bucks, not oh, Buckaroos, right, right. yeah, yeah. but Buccaneers, which is a pirate. And then on his wall, he already has let's go Bucks for Tampa Bay. So he feels like all of his worlds are. Meshing beautifully. Well, let's put this out there for, for people who are interested. I think it's the first Sunday of June. We're having an alum, we're doing a baseball oh, right, tour. Right, right. So the first Sunday of June, we're going to the Pirates game, alumni meeting there. And then on the Tuesday, we are going to the Defenders, which is really the Indians. The Defenders <clears> game. No, and, that's and not then, what they're called. And, isn't it? No. no, no, that's 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 right. The Guardians. <laughs> the Defenders are um, the football team. No, yeah, yeah, that's right. They're they're not the Redskins. Wait, who are the Defenders? The the Redskins. Aren't they? No, no, the Commanders. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't about. know who the Defenders are. Okay, so the let me start. Defenders yeah. are a comic book series, but it's okay, a whole other right. thing. So so my, the sun, first Sunday of June, we are going to the Pirates game. The Tuesday, we are going to the Guardians. And then the Wednesday, we're going to the Cincinnati Reds. So your alumni in those areas, join us. We just get tickets in the same section, get together, have a hot dog or something together. So look forward to it. Yeah, that was it was a lot of fun when we went to the Cavs game. It was uh, it was really, really fun. Are you going to go with us to the baseball game? It's uh, right after Power and Purpose. That's one of the – No. Literally, I'll leave – Walk out of the power and purpose and go straight. Oh uh, no, because I'm actually there's a really great talk on campus by Deacon Jim Keating. That oh, night. is he? He's not going to be at the conference, is he? He won't, but he's coming in town for something. And then there's like a diaconal retreat, which I can't be a part okay, of. But okay. anyway, yeah, like So that. what about hockey though? You following that at all? Nope. Stanley Cup nope. starts this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Your Capitals are are doing okay. Yeah, I love the Capitals. Oh my gosh, how are we going to do this over the summer? You can't just. Yeah, we can because the only sport over the summer is baseball. Well, did you watch USFL at all? You know what? Talk I, about nobody at a game. Okay, you know why there's nobody at a game? I went online because I thought, you know what? I'm going to cheer for the Pittsburgh Maulers because that's they're the playing Pits- in Birmingham. They're all playing I, in I know, Birmingham. I know, the whole league is. How there. can you I have a know. whole league play? How can you get a Pittsburgh fan base? I don't know. In Birmingham, Alabama, it makes no sense. I don't understand. All the games are being played there. Yeah, and, and there's like twelve people. So what's the what, what's where's where's the buy-in of I want to root for my team? I don't know. I guess they just hope people watch it on television. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to last. I don't know. Neither do I. But you know, thing. So last Thursday we had our day of giving day. Oh, okay. Did you hear? I'm just amazed at people's generosity. Over two hundred thousand dollars were given to. Wow. 
And, and, and what's crazy is like literally three weeks earlier, we had, we had invited people to participate in helping with the Ukrainian refugees. Yeah. We got over 160,000. I mean, people are just. Thank you all for your generosity. Seriously, I don't. I mean, I, honestly, really, we're, we are blown away by how generous you who listen, supporters of the university. I mean, now it's kind of interesting. Thank you seems inadequate, but it's all yeah. we've got. It's, it's all we it's, got. It's all we got. But I just want to, yeah, you're right, Bob. I mean, I'm just blown away. But what's it like living as a quote, I don't want to say quote unquote, sorry. <laughs> Seriously. Back. As a mendicant. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to say quote unquote. Yeah. But I was thinking, you know, like obviously Francis, you know, was literally begging in the street. Um, but you... And your friars are completely a life completely dependent on the generosity of others. Is that kind of freaky, or is that cool, or? Oh no, it's it's humbling. I mean, yeah. The truth be told, Bob, people have been so good to us. I mean, yeah. You, yeah. I mean, we've we've got the Lord takes care of us a hundredfold. I mean, it's really scripturally. It's a faithfulness to the scripture and the God's word is that if we leave behind, the Lord will give you more and a hundred times over, and, and He absolutely does that. I mean. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I just think of the people I've been able to meet and the experiences I've been able to have because of people's generosity to me and the community and the university. It's just, it really is. It's, yeah, it's 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 humbling to, and and everyone knows we're in the middle of a campaign to go and and to talk to people and and invite them to make you know significant gifts to the university. And there was this one gentleman; it was really beautiful. He's uh, been a friend of the university for a long time. I mean, a major significant gift. I mean, mm-hmm. more than I could ever imagine making. Right. And he started crying. He said, I'm just so humbled that, that you think enough of me to let me be a part of what you're doing. It's like, <laughs> wow, my pleasure, believe me. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, just, again, thank you, everybody, for your kindness and your generosity to the university. And it serves the students. That's one of the things I love about that particular day. It serves the students. Amen. Well, maybe the last thing we, we would be remiss not to mention is a huge feast day this week, May the 4th. And that's occurring at the day this podcast gets released. Yes. So may the 4th be with you. And with your spirit. And what else is May the 4th? Um, Cinco, Cuatro de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Well, May the 5th is Revenge of the 5th. Right. May the 4th is a day where we are partying and breaking down buildings. Well, yes, yes. We're going to talk about that. But it's also my ordination anniversary. Oh, what? Wait, what? years, yeah. You were ordained on Star Wars Day? Yeah, that's why I chose it that day. Right. Right. The force is with you. It is. It is. Now, is this it your is. priestly ordination? Yep. yep. Twenty-six years. Okay. Yep. Wow. So it's great. But yes, that's funny that you mentioned that. We are, as people may be aware, we're building a new building. Because of that, we have to get rid of of a couple of the heights. So yeah. we're gonna have demolition day. We're literally <laughs> gonna let this. This is probably a horrible it's idea. Such a bad idea. Just a bad idea. But we're gonna let the students go in. Are uh, you having like heights. inflatables for family and kids? Yeah, I'm yeah. just imagining. Not, not, not by that. <laughs> They're going to be separated <laughs> by several hundred yards. I was wondering about the safety issues. I was but like, then I'm going to go in like. Give my eight year old a sledgehammer. Go for it, kid. I'm going to go in with this like big tractor thing that's just going to kind of bulldoze. Oh, so it's going to be great. Dude, that's, what a great way to celebrate but your the, ordination. Yeah, it, it is. But the end of the semester, actually, it's kind of, it's, it's a multiple thing. It's the end of the semester, but we're also officially ending, ending the pandemic. Like the pandemic is over. Now, that's not to say hmm. that other people may not get COVID, but the pandemic's over. There's uh, NCAA actually just said this as well, that from their perspective, it is absolutely back to normal, back to what it used to be. So there's a lot to celebrate on May 4th. Yeah. Well, if the, if the sports world says it's over. It's over. It's over. I, I thought if Franciscan University says it's over. But that's they're, they're following us. Yeah, yeah. NCAA. All right. Anyway. Cool. Well, hey, speaking of other cool things, registration is now open for a conference that's going to be taking place on our campus in October. It's titled Restoring a Nation. 
the common good in the American tradition, and it brings together leading scholars, elected officials, journalists, and students who are really concerned about some of the directions that our country is heading. Uh, speakers include the noted political analyst and conference organizer Sorab Amari, Franciscan University theology professor Dr. Scoot Hahn, or Scott Hahn, Adrian Vermeule of Harvard Law School, R.R. Reno, editor of First Things, Chad Pecknold of Catholic University of America, and Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. That's, yes. That's not true, sadly. That would be really cool. But the other people are very cool as well. And many more. I think he'll, he might be with the many more. Yes, We're not saying it. We're not saying Dwayne Johnson well, will you be heard here. It here first. But the tag says, and many more. So it could be a number of, of different people. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, we should get him B- on campus. Bikini body's going to come. Body, <laughs> body, bottom. bottom. Oh, you're ruining so this promo. I thought that was a character. It's that's, not it's, a character. A that would be a horrible character. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> All I saw was like this bikini show. body walking around. It's a around. kid's show. Good it's tree. a kid's show. All right. SpongeBob is a big sponge, and his friend Patrick, who's a starfish. All right. Do you want to finish the promo? I'm I'm sure people are hovering by their keyboard, just That's desperate right. to uh, sign up for this. For more information and to register for the Restoring a Nation conference, go to franciscan.edu slash restoring dash a dash nation. That's franciscan.edu slash restoring dash a dash nation. Amen. Amen. Oh, gosh. Oh, we forgot. I've been so used to doing it via distance. We, we don't, don't have, have we don't have the button to hit. Boy, boy, I'm glad we've got that. Glad now we, got that we have the button. We have right. the button. The buttons are back, people. We glad can we do so much fun people, stuff people, like baseball. There you go. People were wondering about that. Yes. Yep. So okay, Bobby, I had an interesting interesting experience this week. You did. I did. There you go. I um actually it started about a month ago. Were you familiar with the swimmer from um, Penn? The swimmer was a male swimmer for okay. three years, and then the COVID happened, and the same swimmer came back and now was a part of the female swimming team. Okay. So a transgendered athlete. Um, and then, as you can imagine, broke all of the records for the Ivy oh, League. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then broke, I won the national championship. So there was quite a bit of... I think I did hear something De- about that. I mean, about I've, so, I've heard about cases such yeah, as yeah, that. Yeah. I remember there was a runner in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, exactly, um, exactly. You know, yeah. so this is... Yeah, so I, I it just... I have a question. Is this yep. allowed everywhere, or is this just certain schools allowing no, it? No, this is this is pretty much allowed everywhere. Okay. okay? And that's really what, what why I wrote this piece. So I wrote an op-ed piece, and I basically tell a story of one of our students here on campus, Allison Bryant, is... She's, I just say in the article, she's maybe, she says she's five foot if she is. She's, <laughs> she's in heels, right? Yeah. Um, but she is a phenomenal athlete. She's won our, our conference, our athletic conference, I think three years in a row. I don't think she's lost a conference race in I don't know how mm-hmm. long. And, and I just saw her, she was training one morning and it just, it kind of bugged me that it, it could be that she could find herself in a situation that she would lose to an, an athlete who is a biological male. And I just, I just felt that this was not fair. So I wrote an op-ed piece. And when you write it, it's called The Body Matters. And the point of my article is just that, is that the body matters. You know, we talk about 
individuals, and this is obviously one of the great things that John Paul gave to us. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't go as much, it's subtly theology of the body, but I'm not like, well, this is theology. But right. but I say that, that the body matters, that, that there is the body and there's the mind and there's the body and the soul and they communicate to one another, but the body says something and reveals something to us. So, you know, I, I wrote this piece and you submit it to various publications and see who's willing to take it on. And this was about three weeks ago and USA Today came back and they said, yeah, we'll publish it. Well, I kept on looking for it and kept on looking for it and kept on looking for it and nothing, nothing, nothing. Right. Well, as it turns out, uh, a couple of things, one that we had to wrestle with whether or not we were actually going to publish it because they came back and they said, um, you cannot use the term biological male. And I said, I'm sorry. And they said, no, that's a trigger. We just, you have to use the word transgendered athlete or transgendered woman, but you can't use biological male, which is... In one part, that was kind of the point of the or a point of the article was that there are biological male and there's biological differences in, right. in men and women. I thought that was somewhat self-evident. So we actually we prayed and thought about whether or not we wanted to publish it with USA Today. We went ahead and said, okay, we'll we'll go ahead and make that change because we still think to be able to have a voice in that. Yeah, in that to world is a good idea, right? Yeah. So nothing happens, not being published. Well, as it turns out, we we have this group that we work with, find out what's going on. It caused a big stir in the editorial board in USA Today is that they weren't sure they wanted to publish this. Hmm. As it turns out, last Thursday they did publish it. Uh, and it's it's actually been pub- picked up by other uh, newspapers and stuff across the country. But it's just a topic that it, – it's, it's interesting. I didn't think – it just doesn't seem fair. One of the points that I made is that you've got, you've got women's golf, you know, women's golf and men's right. golf. You've got WNBA. You've got – because – there is something different about the body that creates it. So this was one of the emails that, that we received. And you know, it's really wonderful because I said the men and women are different, all right? Uh, if, Father, if Father Pavanka believes Biology 101 claims that males and females are different, then he needs a new biology course or a new instructor. They aren't. Similarities overwhelm differences on any basis. They cannot be completely or essentially separated. This is great. It is one thing to be ignorant but why broadcast your ignorance to an entire nation? <laughs> Everyone, Clearly she doesn't listen to yeah, our podcast, yeah, yeah, or yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone needs love and acceptance, so why reject people on the basis of ignorance? A little humility and a little education should be on his schedule and very soon. Hmm. So not everybody's thrilled about the piece. Sure, I'm just yeah, saying that. right, right. But it, it was interesting just the whole process of writing it because – yeah, that could yeah. be our new they that hope tagline: broadcasting our ignorance <laughs> to a wider <laughs> to a nation, to, a, we want, to the entire. We want nation. everybody to know. <laughs> no, but just yeah, that the the, the uh, case that you referenced was a, a high school girl, and you know she she actually wrote really really beautifully and eloquently. She's written quite a bit about this experience. But one of her lines was, she says, "It makes me feel uh, like my body isn't enough, mm. like my body isn't good enough." And then she says something I thought was really powerful. She says, and once again, the system is rigged against women. Yeah. You know, because she, she was one of the top high school athletes in the country. Uh, two guys uh, identified themselves as, as women. She lost to both of them in, these, in the state championship. And yeah, so. Yeah, and I, how heartbreaking is that, that you spend your whole life, you're working towards something. And you're yeah. right. I mean. The idea of the reason we have male and female sports, you know, I, I would say some sports could be considered more gender neutral than others. I think like maybe tennis. No. No, not, not at even. all. Not at all. Wasn't there a big thing that a woman, professional woman tennis player beat a guy, but maybe that was a different. In the 70s, it was Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King. But it was interesting. Oh. There was a big debate between um, 
Patrick uh, McEnroe, John McEnroe, and he said that uh, Serena Williams was one of the best female tennis players ever, or maybe even the best. And, and they said, well, why do you say female? And he said, well, because she's, she's a phenomenal female tennis player, but she would lose to, to the top 500 men. And then Serena Williams came out and said, that's true. Wow. Yeah. She said that. She, she said I couldn't. She said I probably couldn't get a set off them. So they're phenomenal. But there's huh. okay. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I thought maybe I was going to say most aren't, but I guess maybe even more than I thought were. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But you're right. We we but, split but, it but up. But again, it doesn't yeah. mean that there's anything less. Right. I mean, the the human bodies are different. A male is a different than in a, than a female, and that's the thing. The point of the article is not that complicated. It says it just seems to me that this may not be fair. And the other is that that they. They give them if if you're going to be a transgendered woman, you have to take testosterone so that, that it lowers your testosterone. So what we're saying is that we're trying to get drugs out of sports, but we're we're mandating that they take drugs yeah. to make them slower, to make them not as strong, to make them not as fast. I mean, is that right? Yeah, there's something ridiculous about that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of feedback we get. You know, in a. It's, it's interesting you're accused of ignorance. You know, one of the challenges is it's easy to say, we think everybody should be able to do what they want. And then suddenly somebody, you know, as if everybody's rights don't mean that it infringes on somebody else's exactly. rights. Exactly, sure, sure. So on one level to say, here's a person who wants to identify as another gender, you just say, well, okay, if, you know, if you're, if you're okay with that, you know, you could say a live and let live attitude, yeah. like fine. But then it becomes a thing of, and because you've let me identify this way, now, the consequence is you have to let me, for example, play in this sport. Yeah. And you go, oh, wait, what? Well, you said I could be this, and so now I want to take my rights as a transgendered woman, yeah. and I should be able to play the sport. And then other women go, huh. You know, it's well, a similar— a, That's like, the thing that's interesting about that is other women are actually creating an argument about this. Um, Martina yeah. Navratilova is a great tennis player who is actually gay. She says, this is ridiculous. Mm. The, the fact that you're having transgendered men, women play, she said, this just isn't fair. It's not right. Yeah. J.K. Rowling yes, uh, yeah, yeah. came she out absolutely very strongly against it. And, of course, everybody in the movie was like, well, we love J.K., but we just completely think she's wrong in this yeah. one. But she got a lot of heat because she was suggesting that and, – and her argument was it, it's against feminism. Yeah, so yeah. where can they find that article? Um, well, it was in USA Today on Thursday. It was on Yahoo Sports. USA Today's got a money block. You have to actually have a subscription. So if you go to Yahoo and just actually probably Google my name um, or the Body Matters Transgender, Detroit Free Press picked it up today. Actually, one of the Ohio newspapers or um, Florida newspapers picked it up today. Okay. So okay. Google my name. You can probably find yeah. it there. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for speaking up and Sure, like keep that. us in your prayers, though. And good for uh, good for USA Today to be willing to uh, go there. I mean, uh, that's that's, that's it takes some true. courage that's in today's true. media world to do that's that. That's actually true. Or they just want to see that I got destroyed. <laughs> They're actually really hoping. For yeah, a that's lot right. Of, that's right. How can we get? We rid can't of this wait theory? for the op-ed that goes against your op-ed. Do you know, the other op-ed piece that they picked up was the one that I did on that that comedy, quote unquote, comedy. Right, I remember that. Yeah, that, that was about a year or so ago. Yeah, great. All right. Yeah. So keep it in your prayers. And yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah. So today we are continuing our journey deeper into the heart of the Our Father prayer. We began with Our Father who art in heaven, making it clear that that doesn't mean he is somewhere else, but uh, the kingdom of heaven is among us. And now we're getting into the petitions. There are seven petitions in the Our Father prayer. The first three have to do with God and the other four have to do with us. Hallowed be thy name. Actually, I was just going to say that. Oh, that, that sorry. Did no, I steal no, it no, 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 that's really good. I, again, this is all, 
I think I'm actually really excited for this. I, I enjoyed just praying about this and talking about this, but I was going to say that very thing just to kind of give context of the first three or more theological investors. Look, yeah. So uh, our the first petition today is hallowed be thy name. Uh, and what we're asking, it's funny because when you first look at it, it's like, all right, God's name already is holy, so why are we praying this? <laughs> but but, but the, the movement of this petition is not merely to recognize, or not merely to say, okay, God, your name is holy, but a couple of things. One, to recognize that God is in fact holy, yeah. that in his very nature, God is holy, and God gives himself a name, he reveals himself, as we hear in, in the Old Testament, is uh, I am who am, right? The one mm. who is. So we're asking that, that we can recognize that, that we can recognize that the Lord's name is holy. But it's already, by our praying for that and our desiring to know that doesn't, in fact, make God more holy, right? Because God already is objectively holy. So what the prayer is, is that by his holiness, that each one of us is is made holy. Mm. In in the Catechism in uh, 2813, it says, In the waters of baptism we have been sanctified. And then it goes on and says, The Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit of God, our Father, calls us to holiness in the whole of our life. And since he is the source of holiness, in Christ Jesus, who became the wisdom of God and the sanctification, both his glory and our life are depend on the hallowing, the holiness of his name. Mm. And such is the urgency of the first petition. Uh, and, then, and then later it says, um, when we see, say, hallowed, by, hallowed be thy name, we ask that it should be hallowed in us, that his holiness, now I'm, I'm just commentating, Commentating? Yeah, sure. Okay. His holy. It's not the worst okay. fumble, verbal no, but, fumble but again you've done today. I, again, to prove our <laughs> ignorance, all right. Um, but the, right, that the, when we come to a deeper understanding of that God is holy, then we understand that, that that's his desire for us and that we are made holy because he is holy. Holiness, I think sometimes we have this attitude that holiness is necessarily perfection or necessarily us getting everything right. But I think at the heart of holiness is a relationship that yeah. we come to understand more deeply that God is holy. And he says very ser- very clearly in the scripture, be holy for I am holy. And that's yeah. what we're praying in this, that, that we recognize the Lord's holiness. And the, the readings on Sunday were so beautiful about, you know, the saints and the angels and all of creation worshiping and adoring. And, and I love it. it says they're shouting out. There's something about mm. that. They're shouting and they fall down, it says, in, in worship and adoration of the God who is holy. So um, in, in it also says in the Catechism in 2815, it says this petition embodies all the others. Mm. So the fact that it's the first one that we're talking about, all of the other um, six petitions flow from this one, yeah. and it is the prayer of the Christ that leads us to holiness. It's the fulfillment of the other petitions that make this one occur, you know, which is, you're right, we're not, um, we don't make God's, God's name is holy. So and there's a few linguistic things. We'll hit this with uh, as we go through the petitions because sometimes it's it's worded in a trans. The translation of it can be worded in an awkward way that makes it sound like we're saying, "I'm going to make your name holy. holy, like your name is holy." However, there is a manner by which our actions do make God's name holy, particularly as we talk about sharing faith to other people. That when we do holy things, we hallow His name. You know, like if if only it could be that anybody who is a disciple of Jesus, you know, when, when people see a Christian, they go, wow, that God must be holy because right, look right. at the it's lives true. of the followers. The inverse is true. When we see scandal, when we see sin, people think, well, Christianity, huh, you know, it's just a right-wing political movement these days. I mean, it really, it defames the name of God. Um, I think about how often God's name is taken in vain. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a direct counter 
to, you know, the second commandment, which is to keep, you know, God's name holy. And now we see that reflected in this prayer that we are really praying, God, that we want, you know, we want, we want humanity to know the holiness of your name. We want people to respect your name. We want people to have an awe of your name and of your holiness. And we want to do things in our worship, in our behavior, in our life that make it clear that your name is holy. And I want people to see what I do as a Catholic, as a faithful husband and, and I and I father, and I want them, you know, to say, Wow, God is holy. You know, God is great, God is good. And that's all and that's packed the, in that phrase. Yeah, and one of the I appreciate the fact obviously we we pray the our father every time we celebrate Mass together, every time we pray the rosary. But it is the, I think it's most maybe most beautifully seen in the body of Christ mm-hmm. is that there's there's an attitude I think among some that says holiness the, the image I use is a French butler or an English butler right he's very proper and very staid and very you know serious and and the holiness is is you being you you mm-hmm. know and being the person that God's created you to be and 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 that's one of the things I love about the the, the church you've got. You've got Thomas Aquinas, uh, who is a pro- profound intellect, and then you've got Francis of Assisi, and you've yep. got rich, and you've got poor, you've got um, smart and not so smart. I mean, that's <laughs> holiness is ultimately it's about a relationship with Jesus and, and and being transformed in my life, beginning to reflect Jesus. So a danger would be to say that holiness is like necessarily like that or necessarily like that. I always joke that. The, the really holy people keep incense in their pocket all the time, just in case you need it, right? Right. But but it's it's you being again rooting out sinfulness and all that kind of thing. I, we get that, but it's it's about being relationship and having our life transformed. And that's what this, our Father Horan, hallowed be holy be your name. That we recognize that, recognize the call that the Lord has on our life. The last thing I want to say about that is so true. You know, God is love and God is holy. Therefore, holiness is love. It's the fullness of love. It's mm-hmm. the expression of love. It's all the gifts of the Spirit, joy, peace, faithfulness, gentleness. You know, like all those things really do wrap up into holiness. You know, one of my favorite, at least my own mental images of holiness, came when I was working in, um, I was a theater major in college, and I was doing set design. And in set design, you know, we painted sets, and of course you learn about the primary colors, you know, which is, you know, red, yellow, and blue, and you mix them. And if you mix them all together, they're black. And if you take all the color out, it's white. Well, what was interesting is when I went to lighting design, it wasn't red, yellow, and blue. There's slightly different variations. And actually, the principle is opposite. When you remove all color in light, it's black. Hmm. When you add all color, it's white. To get a perfectly white light is a balance of all colors. That's interesting. And that's holiness. I mean, I think sometimes we think of it like holiness means you remove everything out of it, mm. you know, because, and it's so hard to get like white. I mean, it's so much easier to get black or dirty. You just mm. add one little dot. I mean, if you ever go to like Home Depot, I'm always amazed. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like three dots of red and it's like, it's red. It's like, how did that happen? You just need a little bit of that color. But in light, it's about all the colors. It's the entire spectrum. And holiness is a yes. And that's God, right? God is every color. He is joy. He is love. It is a vibrant invitation to be like him and to live in his mm. holiness. And then I think as disciples of Jesus, that's the light we should be radiating. And that's certainly what we're praying for when we say, hallowed be thy name. Amen. Amen. Well, then, 
Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you that your name is holy, holy. and we thank you that we bear your name. And so may we too be holy as you are holy, which can only happen through your grace and through your love. We ask your blessing upon all of us that we may hallow your name in our life and in the way we speak and that you would be with all of us. Be with those particularly who might be hurting or suffering this day. May they know your hope and your grace. And may the blessing of Almighty God be upon us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wrong one. Yep. Uh, thank you all. Send us an email at hope at franciscan.edu. We want to know what kind of musical we should be singing. Yeah. Hope at franciscan.edu. Come back next week where we will continue to broadcast our ignorance there to the country. Go. Everybody's welcome. God bless.